and we're going. Hello, and welcome to the Bear Claw Podcast. I am your host, Omar Delgado. Stein is unavailable this week. He is out having the time of his life, just fucking seeing the sights, you know, doing the things that boys do when they're out and about. With me, though, is our resident Packers fan, Isaac Turgeon. Yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, Isaac? How are you doing? Chilling. Hanging out. Hanging out? Hanging in yeah. there? Hanging in there for sure. Um, No updates this week, I don't think. Hey, guys, when we were recording this, there weren't any updates. Um, But the day after that, I'm editing and uh, getting ready to release this for you guys, just to give you a peek behind the curtain, uh, there was a pretty major update. It looks like Yannick Ngakwe has been placed on IR. Um, he broke his ankle, and I'm assuming that means he's out for the rest of the season. I don't think broken ankle ankles heal in the matter of weeks. Um, but yeah, and I think despite him not being as um, productive as we might have liked him or were hoping he would be, I think this is still a pretty significant uh, loss for the defense. So just wanted to give that a quick little update. Uh, you got anything? Did uh, you got anything you wanted to get off your chest from last week that you uh, you weren't able to since you weren't here? Um, no, I figured I'll wait till the game or I figured I'll wait till the vibe check to the vibe check cover the recent weeks for sure. For sure. Um, so yeah, no updates. So I guess we'll just go straight into the general vibe. Um, I'm feeling, I'm feeling all right. Bears got a nice little dub against the, uh, against the lions. Those are pretty the game was interesting to watch. Fairly convincing W as well. Yeah, that's what I, that was what was good to see. It was, was a convincing one. Um, I don't know. We're kind of on the come up. It's a little bit. Uh, uh, my good vibe was kind of dampered though when I was looking at like if we hadn't <laughs> thinking about where we would be if we hadn't dropped those two those two games, we'd be pretty solidly in the wild card hunt. But yeah, uh, no point in focusing on that. Can't change the past. We're on a good trend right now. And I'm feeling pretty good about it. Um, Five and four in the last nine. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad at all. I'll let, uh, let you share some of your vibe, too, if you want to talk about how you're feeling, just in general. Um, we'll get a little bit <clears throat> more into it later with um, with the NFC North vibe check. But how are you feeling after uh, <laughs> after that Packers game last night? <laughs> um, I'm feeling fine. I still feel pretty good um we had no musgrave and no seawatt so we had no vertical element to our passing game and it looked like the rookies were just trying to do a little too much and kind of made it a little harder on love than they needed to and um it was our first game where we were like really favored and expected to win and i think Mm. we still have to learn to deal with those expectations yeah um and i mean we have a we have the buccaneers and the panthers coming up so hopefully we can right the ship a little bit but I mean, yeah, I wasn't expecting us to, after we beat the Lions and Chiefs, be like, "Oh, we're the new team to beat." Like, we're still <laughs> gonna have our rough spot. So, sure. Um, yeah, it was just an off day. I mean, Jordan Love still looked like his normal self in that last quarter. I would say quarter and a half. Um, I think the the defense just of the giants got schemed up really well and that's been mm-hmm. their bright spot and their win streak now um their defensive coordinator wink martindale just 
knows how to scheme up teams and cause pressure in all kinds of ways. Mm. And I think that rattled him a little bit and he just wasn't able to get out of it. For Whereas sure. with the win streak, our his confidence has been building because of the consistency of our O-line. Mm. So when he's not getting that same protection, then he's kind of faltering a little bit. Shakes him up a little bit. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. But I'm still feeling pretty good. Yeah. Good place to be. A lot of, uh, from what I've seen online, a lot of Packers fans are kind of in shambles. <laughs> yeah. Like a lot of them weren't really, they were kind of high off of those past two wins and then quickly got brought down back to earth pretty hard. <laughs> it was also a pretty so. winnable game last night too. Cause I mean, we just shot ourselves in the yeah. foot. <clears throat> so, but yeah. we're a young team. We're going to fucking do that, you know? Yeah, got some mistakes to learn from still. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but all right, we'll get into uh, we'll dissect this game here a little bit for the uh, Bears, the Bears and the uh, and the Lions, and then we'll dig into the uh, Packers game a little more later on. Uh, overall, I think I mean we played pretty well. Uh, Justin Fields had a little bit of a rough start, not even a rough start. He just had like a rough patch, like right in the second quarter. Um, but overall, it was I mean I feel like he had a pretty solid game. Um, and then as a team, our team as a whole, I mean, one thing that I saw was only four penalties, which is, uh, three less than we, what we usually get. <laughs> so that was nice. Um, yeah, it was just nice to see us not take the, the, our, our foot off the gas and just kind of keep coming at them. Um, overall, just, uh, good to see how we responded to some adversity too. Uh, cause we started off strong. Had a really nice uh, first drive and then scored some points and were able to keep the, the uh, Lions kind of contained up until like the second quarter. Yeah, it looks like we were drawing, we were drawing up a lot of running stuff for DJ Moore, <laughs> which was kind of funny. It worked that one time, got us a touchdown, but then we just kept going back to it. And I was like, what are we doing? <laughs> Seemed like DJ Moore was uh, trying out for the running back or whatever. Seems like uh, the Jaden Reed situation. Yeah, it was very, yeah, very similar to that. Um. Yeah, I think we just did a good job of uh, playing the game we wanted to play on offense and then getting in Jared Goff's uh, face, just like how we did last time, just getting in his face and uh, clouding his vision a little bit. And it seems a little bit like he can't, <laughs> it seems like he can't handle that. I guess that's kind of the recipe to get him off his game. Uh, would you say the Lions are frauds now? <laughs> um, I think they're in a tough spot where they're, a top team and they're being targeted now. Like they're mm. being like, they're getting teams best efforts. Yeah. Like the Packers game, <clears throat> he had 17 pressures, which was his most he's ever had as a lion. Mm. And I think the O-line has been pretty inconsistent as of recently, but that's what they hang their hat on is their O-line. Yeah. Um, and I think maybe they can write the ship, but I think Jared Groff is just, he's showing why he's just not that guy (laughs) yeah he's showing why the rams got rid of him is he can't he can elevate a team but not consistently Mm. yeah i feel like the lions are in a weird spot kind of had that conversation with myself last week just where i feel like i mean at least i felt after this game i think it's a little easier but uh last week it felt like they were a little harder to assess just where they were at truly but uh, yeah i mean i just think now you know what you're going to get from Jared Goff. <laughs> I think we all were expecting uh, elite play, and we're thinking maybe he had taken uh, 
I don't want to speak for you. I don't know if you felt that way, but I, I certainly was like, oh, maybe he's taking that next step. Maybe he uh, has where, what he needs to kind of maintain that level of play, but it looks like that's just not the case. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely not as pretty as it was to start the year. Mm. And their defense has really fallen off a cliff with their pass rush. Their pass rush has completely um, stopped compared yeah. to what they were. So I Yeah, think they were... They were able to get a couple of sacks, um, but even those, I would say, aside from, I think they had three sacks on us total, but I would put two of those uh, on Justin Fields just hanging onto the ball for way too long, yeah. um, which is what he does. <laughs> it, it, I was super annoyed watching Fields because I was like, this defense is single-handedly keeping them in the game, and he needs to like do something. Mm-hmm. And then right after I said that, he had the touchdown to DJ Moore, and I was like, there <laughs> we go. Good. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, he had some stumbling blocks, but it was um I think with the holding on to the ball too long, I almost have come to the point where I'm I don't know. I'm fine with it as long as he does what he did in this game where he is creating plays, you know, mm-hmm. and still and still being productive. Um yeah, their defense I did not expect he was still carving them up and still and had re- was our leading rusher this game, and so he still was like making plays with his legs, which I did not expect for him to be able to do twice, <laughs> especially like so quick. You know, within two weeks of playing them, I thought for sure they'd be ready and and have something um, more for him to stop them, yeah. but they just didn't. <laughs> like they just didn't. One thing that I found was interesting was both the you guys were tied thirteen thirteen or something like that, mm-hmm. and then both the touchdowns that you guys scored to go up we're both out of structure like the dj Moore touchdown that wasn't planned that was just the center no. saw him jump off and they went with it yeah and then also the scramble touchdown aiden hutchinson completely gave up that right side edge. yeah like he went inside for no fucking reason it wasn't even a stunt or anything he just <laughs> gave up the edge and yeah both the touchdowns were out of structure which i think was pretty interesting mm. Yeah, you can't give that to Justin Fields. <laughs> Watching that, just I mean, he's so fast. He was so fast on that one to the outside, like he was just gone. Um, yeah, that is a really interesting point. Especially, yeah, I don't think I don't even think they expected the Lions to jump. I feel like that was such an obvious like they should have known that was coming. <laughs> like yeah. every, I was, dude, I was screaming. I was like, no way, they just did that. <laughs> like that was that was crazy. I feel like the league has become become so. Um ready to expect it now mm. that it's kind of rare when they jump yeah <clears throat> uh a little bit of a little bit of the ghost of aaron Rodgers there a little bit overtake overtaking justin fields i did see some people online being like some bears fans being like damn it's nice to be on the other side of that <laughs> like <laughs> we've been aaron Rodgers has done that to us for so long it's really nice to be on the other side uh our defense continues to be really good um Half of uh, half of Jared Goff's picks are have been caused by the Bears because I don't know what <laughs> I mean. I think it is just like we, we just get pressure on him and cloud cloud up his vision. But I mean, still, he just loves throwing to Bears defenders. <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty great. Um, you got good hands. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. I mean, Jaquan Brisker could have had another one. It could have been, I think, five five picks, but that's true. <laughs> he dropped one there. Uh, but either way, I just love seeing. I mean, this this defense has continued on on a really great trend, which uh, again I had this conversation with myself last week. But it's a little like it's nice, and I love to see like uh, having a good Bears defense is just great. 
But at the same time, it just makes me worried because I feel like it makes the decision for the offseason of like whether or not we keep um, Iberflus a little more difficult. Because if he can keep the defense on this on this streak and then even, you know, I think win even two or three of these next few games, I think it does make that decision a little bit harder for the front office. Especially like I was really shocked. Um, I don't know if you saw any of it, but I, there was I was watching some of the post game clips and like players talking after after that, like with the after after the game, like with the media and stuff. And there was uh, for the I mean at least for the first time, maybe it's been happening this whole time, but for the first time I saw players really coming out in support of Beaverflus and being like, "This guy, we're really behind this guy. We believe in him. He's the kind of guy you you want to believe in. You know, the kind of guy that you'll run through a wall." through for him and stuff like that and i mean it was surprising to me because i just figured i mean i hadn't heard any of that shit and so for them to be coming i was like oh fuck like does this guy actually still have the locker room <laughs> like it was pretty surprising for me well the general vibe i think has been around that they've been it's been a good vibe on the around the team mm-hmm. as of recent and so yeah it doesn't surprise me that they're coming out because i mean they're seeing success with him you know yeah so, i mean it doesn't it doesn't surprise me no yeah well, we this week too uh, again our defense. We found out Unique Ngakwe is uh, still alive and still playing for the Bears. He got a sack, which was uh, <laughs> that was good to see. <laughs> he has not turned out the way I thought he was going to be. Um, Montez Sweat has though. He's he's really turned this defense around. I think there was a lot of question marks around him, especially when uh, we first signed him. But I feel like he's definitely a big contributor, big playmaker, and has been doing really well for this defense and kind of turned it around i also wonder who is that i'm trying to remember who is that guy that we brought in to kind of snow or something yeah phil snow Snow. i do wonder how much of this defensive turnaround is due to him too that's what i've heard some people say uh, but i'm not sure if it's like a full contributor yeah it's tough to know i feel like unless you're an insider with the bears but i do i do feel like i just still i it's hard for me to give ibraflus the benefit of the doubt and give him any credit because i'm like i don't know i feel like it's got to be something else you know whether I mean, it's a also, combination of uh you know the defense finally being healthy and 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 uh meshing or like phil snow or you know montez sweat coming in it's like i don't know i think it's a, culm- a culmination of a lot of that but i think it's still pretty admirable that you know losing your defensive coordinator early on kind mm. of fucks things up a little bit yeah so he had to integrate because i mean even though they run the same system, there's still different ways of teaching and different ways of... Right. He's going to have a different philosophy still. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think it just had to implement his... Just implement his style back mm. um, fully. And I think it's starting to show off. What do you... What, um, as an outsider, as a non-Bears fan, what do you think the Bears should do coach uh, head coaching-wise? it's hard to say like you said (laughs) it's a tough call (laughs) yeah he's showing results um i think getsy has to go no matter what oh for Um, sure but yeah iberflus is kind of winning the hearts of bears fans right now Mm -hmm. um and it's hard not to because i mean he's like i said he's showing results so i mean if he can if the defense stays on this trajectory then it makes sense to keep him at least Mm yeah um it's hard to argue it if he's uh producing wins um mm-hmm. i do feel like uh when i think about it though i feel like this time next year 
we're gonna be like, why the fuck did we keep him? <laughs> like, yeah, why exactly. didn't we get? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm getting a a vision right now. You know, of the future, <laughs> I can see it. Just like, fuck, like we should have got rid of that guy last year. Like he really, he really calmed. Up. I can hear it already. I can hear myself being like, he fucking calmed us. Like he made us believe in him, and he fucking actually sucked or whatever. Like, um, I think didn't Getsy do that? Where he was bad to start the year last year, and then in the middle he started like scheming up like runs for Justin Fields and stuff like that. And everyone was like, yeah. all right, yeah, this guy's not too bad. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I got to go back. Cause I, I wasn't really so much deep, so deep in it and paying attention as much with play calling and whatnot. I was more just along for the ride. So I don't really have uh, a, a strong recollection of how that all went down. But I mean, that tracks, I feel like I you know, I was having a good time watching Justin Field do, do runs and stuff. Mm-hmm. and then yeah, which is just like if he was doing that last year why didn't we continue that? <laughs> I don't know, well, this fucking I think guy dude it's not as sustainable because you've seen a lot of these young guys get hurt doing that stuff like rg3 sure. and shit like that yeah so i think he's like well now we got dj moore and darnell mooney's r2 and cole commits um you know surging a little bit so i think he's trying to force him to be more of a pocket passer than he should be mm got to find that healthy balance cuz i don't think he's yeah. uh Justin Fields is incapable of it and i think he showed that this game um not a great stat line but 19 for 33 223 yards one touchdown i don't know what i saw i mean some bad plays here and there but i feel like he was making some really great passes um yeah i think he good defense it and then uh he 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 was doing really good under pressure too i felt like yeah, I think against the Blitz, he had like 140 passer rating or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was pretty high. He was he was very good against the Blitz this game. Yeah. And he has been the last few weeks. So, yeah, I mean, good game for him, good trend for him. I think he's, I mean, it's definitely some improvement. Still some critiques I think you can make for him. but And, the I mean, he's still got the legs, which is just something you can't teach. He's just so quick, and when he fucking takes off, it's hard to stop him. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, the legs never go away. It's just the the volume in which you run rather than keeping your eyes downfield. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like even with Lamar, he's had to learn this year keeping his eyes downfield way more than he used to. Than just taking off. Yeah, which I think shows that's something you can coach. That's something you can improve on. I don't think mm-hmm. that's something you're stuck in. Uh, do you? What do you think? Should we have that conversation? You and I about Justin Fields. Which and conversation? What the Bears. Just what I mean. Do we keep him? Do we send him away? No, not I yet. Like I conver- think it's still. Yeah, I feel like that conversation is. We can have that later, and it's still we still got a few games left. Yeah, it's still a hard conversation to have, especially mm-hmm. with having like. Well, I think this Browns game will be interesting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's going to be going against a really good defense. You were mentioning earlier, or let's leave this because we we got the uh, yeah, yeah we got good. the preview later on so we'll get into it we'll get into that a little later um i think that's that's all i had for the game it just was good it was a good game convincing win i mean yeah the lions are a little bit you know they're on a skid right now and some would say they're being exposed as fraudulent but i mean still a good win i think and um upwards trends i think okay yeah the defense is still playing great justin fields is showing some improvement he really spread the ball out this game too i felt like you know, um, Komet had some catches. Mooney had some catches. I think even Scott was getting targeted. So, one thing I found interesting, I think he 
Only, I didn't think I don't think he had any targets to DJ Moore in the first half, but in the mm. second half he had ten targets to DJ Moore. So mm. obviously it was like this guy's getting open. Let's fucking throw him the ball. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, I think that's all I got for this game. You got yeah, any, you, any more interesting points you wanted to uh, bring up? Um, not on the bear side, but more on the lion side of just um, not entirely, but they kind of remind me of the Vikings from last year where like they're winning, but it's shaky. It's getting, it's getting shaky now. It's not inspiring confidence. Yeah. yeah. And I think, um, especially with the wild cards and what the wild cards could look like, mm. um, they could very easily be a first round exit. And I think they should, um, yeah, it's just not, it's not super convincing like it was early on the season. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I was I was mentioning that last week. It just seems they are not uh, they don't they're not as as uh, they don't seem anyway as invincible as they did at one point. It seemed like they were just an unstoppable train, you know, just kind mm-hmm. of a just going just a force, and that has really just uh, it's been derailed. <laughs> after that, least. after that Ravens game, they've been averaging over two turnovers a game. So I don't know if that like exposed something or just kind of made them more susceptible to like stupid decisions. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. The way the Ravens locked down the middle of the field and made Goff work outside of structure mm. has kind of led to a blueprint of just make this guy improvise and he can't do it. Yeah, I do think. I mean, yeah, that I would agree with that. I think that definitely seems to be the blue uh, the blueprint or the plan. You know, to kind of take down the Lions is start with Jared Goff, just get him uncomfortable and get him feeling the heat because it seems like he really can't can't take it and can't, mm-hmm. uh, like you're saying, improvise or do things on the fly there. I think it'll be interesting to see how they end out the year. Mm. Who do they got so, left? I think we'll take this opportunity here to transition to the – because we're talking about the Lions, um, so we'll kind of – just call it the NFC North vibe check now. <laughs> yeah. Because I think we'll dig a little bit here. Um, who do the Lions have left to go against? I can check right now. The NFC North vibe check. Denver, Minnesota, Dallas, Minnesota. Hmm. They might get fucking dog walked by Dallas. <laughs> yeah, by, yeah. yeah, by the Cowboys. The way the Cowboys are looking right now. Yeah. The Broncos, that's a toss-up. How did the Broncos do last week? They won. I f- yeah, I feel like they They've might get just squeaking out wins. But no, yeah. they, they they beat the Chargers um, pretty convincingly. I mean, Herbert got hurt, but... Yeah, he's that, out for the season still. now, yeah? Yeah. Even before that, though, they were... I think they were not playing like 14-0, yeah. Yeah. Their yeah, defense Broncos... has been on an insane tear recently. Hmm. I think... I might I know I read this a few weeks ago. I don't know if it's still true, um, but it's still an insane stat where a quarter of their defensive drives they're causing a turnover. Jeez. So every fourth defensive drive they're getting a turnover. They're of guaranteed. Some sort, to, oh my gosh! Which is just the turnaround on that defense has been insane. Well, they were pretty good last year, weren't they? The defense, the Broncos defense. Defense, yeah. Um, but to start the year, they were terrible. I mean, yeah. letting up 70 to the Dolphins, that's yeah, historic. That's not bad. a great uh, defensive performance. <laughs> but I think once they traded, they traded both their pass rushers, I think. 
Um, I know they traded Chubb last year, and I think they'd trade another one. Or they got rid of Randy Gregory, I think, and let the young guys play, and the young guys have been fucking turning out. Mm. I mean, I think it's let them play a little more loose. Yeah. To bring it back to the Lions, though, I think uh, for the rest of the schedule, it seems like, and even then, I mean, unless if the Vikings can turn something around, but it seems like the only... Uh, the only games where I would give them kind of the the advantage is against the Vikings. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, I mean, I think the Broncos are capable of beating the Lions, and the Cowboys are definitely capable of beating the Lions. Hundred percent. If both yeah. teams continue on the trend that they're on, so oh man, this this season could shake out a lot a lot different for them than what they thought it would be. Yeah, I just they they look way more inconsistent and just way more turnover turnovers than they should be allowing yeah Um, if they can cut if they can cut out the turnovers then yeah i think their offense has the firepower to hang with anybody but i just don't know and their defense has been such a revolving door recently i just Mm. don't know i don't know how that's gonna shake out yeah i feel like the vibe in the nfc north is weird (laughs) like it's just it's all shaken up and weird now (laughs) we have three teams in the playoffs right now yeah but like nobody's convincing right now yeah no one's convincing I, I saw this thing where people were talking about uh someone was saying you know what i'd be fine if everyone ended up nine and like nine and eight or whatever so that's like, what it's gonna fucking end up like, too. that would be oh that'd be nuts dude um yeah the packers right. are still the seventh seed even with their loss because everyone yeah. else is just six and seven behind them mm-hmm. all right uh any more on the lions no, I don't think so. Lions and Bears. It's just, I mean, this is nice to win, just to take it back to, like, the <laughs> general Bears vibe. Like, it's just nice to win. Yeah, nice to win convincingly. Against... It'd be nice if we'd beat them twice, because we. I think we should more, more than, we definitely should have, uh, we should be 2-0 against these guys, but. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's something that's changed from last year. Last year, they were really good against the NFC North, and this year, not they so still much. have to play the Vikings, but yeah, two and two against the Packers and Bears, which are both like in like evaluation years. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I yeah, if you uh, said at the beginning of the season or four games in that that the Packers and the Bears would each have a win against the Lions, I probably wouldn't have, wouldn't have bought it. You'd probably just think that the Lions were not as good as they were supposed to be. Mm. But I mean, they're. They've been good, and they just can't. They're not winning those divisional battles that they usually, that they were last year mm-hmm. to end out the season. Yeah. Braxton Jones, been fucking good. Mm, you want to tell me about it? I haven't really, uh, I don't really catch him on anything I was looking at. Oh, I was just, um, I was looking at pass, pass rush win rates and stuff like that, and he was second in offensive linemen in the entire league. Oh, wow. So that's pretty yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, 95%. Yeah. Jaquan wins. Brisker this game. Holy shit. He was all over. the. He led the team this uh, this game. 13 tackles, 4 assists. He was fucking Finally everywhere. Showing what he can do. I mean, he's... I've always liked him. He's always been a super, like, Derwin James, down-in-the-box kind of safety. And I've mm-hmm. really liked that about him. And he's just... He's... Um, he needs to be more instinctual and needs to not think as much and, you know, not make boneheaded plays. Yeah. But yeah, his, his ceiling, I 
is high. I like him. Yeah, I like a lot of the guys on our defense. And it's it's just nice to see our defense uh really kind of start figuring it out here. Um Yeah, I think uh I think Montez Sweat, just to kind of give him a little more love, is like he's really was a shot in the arm, I think, that this defense needed. He's really cre- mm-hmm. uh, been good about creating pressures and I think just really brought this whole defense together. Our rookies have been doing pretty good too. Javon Dexter yeah. was looking pretty good this past Javon Dexter has been really good in uh in the pass rush situations, mm. like the third down, third and longs where they need to get after the quarterback. It yeah. It's been really good enough. Yeah. That's been, I mean, it's been with Jared Goff. Hopefully we can, we can turn that into like with other quarterbacks too, but I feel like we're finally getting pressure on the quarterback. It's nice to see them not, you know, opposing quarterbacks not have all day in the fucking pocket. Mm-hmm. I was waiting for Valus Jones fuck up this game. <laughs> He was back on the roster. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. boy. I was like, here we go. They brought him back. He had but, like a um, first down, didn't he? Or something. He had like he did, a catch or some shit. He did I something good. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, again, that was was shocking. But um, they just will not quit him. They, yeah, they will not quit on him. <laughs> Which, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they see something, you know, everyone else doesn't. But I guess. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Mm, all right, I think that's it. I think we can uh, fully move on from this game now. And uh, you want to start with the uh, let's hit the Vikings Raiders game. Not much uh, to talk about there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Vikings beat the Raiders three points to zero. <laughs> the lowest scoring game since 07. That and at least a- 07, that game in 07 had an excuse. It's because the fucking field was mud. Yeah. <laughs> this was in a dome. Yeah. And just no excuse, just yeah. ugly football. Yeah, I would just give a little credit to the defense, though. It seemed like the, the defense of both teams was really just getting after the quarter, the opposing quarterback all game. Like it really yeah. seemed like neither quarterback had you know any time to breathe. It really. Uh, I think Vikings lost like three offensive linemen to injury in this game. Ouch! <laughs> that's, yeah. uh, that's really rough. That's not so. what you want. They were going to have TJ Hawkinson fucking lining up eventually. If they, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if they lost another one. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, That's I, tough for Dobbs. I mean, there there was a few times I saw where Dobbs couldn't even get through his uh, through his drop back before he had someone either in his face or tackling him. <laughs> like, Yeah. Well, it was... Also, he was throwing hospital balls. He got Jefferson injured <laughs> right away. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that was... He can't be doing that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with like a veteran dude, you can't be putting your guys in position again. <laughs> in that kind like of that. situation. Yeah. Hawkinson Hawkinson's a fucking tank. He can take it. Yeah. But Jefferson, he's he's slight. He's gonna get hit. Well, hurt. at this point he's made a glass right now too. I mean, he just came back, right? Is this yeah. his first game back or his second? No, it's his first game back. But they waited yeah. <laughs> they waited quite a bit to take him back. So they made yeah. sure he was good. And then he Before they injured quarter. him again. <laughs> Before he got injured again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's that. tough because, I mean, even if you do wait a little bit, it's almost, I mean, I don't want to say it's worse, but I, um, I think you do get a little softer. I mean, you're not used to taking those hits in the same way that you would usually be. You're not used to that contact, even if you are taking practice reps. Like, there's just no substitute yeah. for it, you know? So, I, it's it's not surprising that he wasn't maybe ready or as uh, as hardened as he as he would have been if he'd have come back a game early or, you know, maybe even just had a few snaps or something. Mm-hmm. But either way, yeah, Joshua Dobbs did not do him any favors with, with that pass. 
Especially high pointing it, so he had to jump in the yeah, like stretch, like fully extend, like yeah. Yeah, that's a rough one. What can you do? I mean, Hawkinson can take that shit. Hawkinson's a fucking tank. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um. So maybe he's used to that because he's been thrown to Hawkinson this whole time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So yeah. Um, It was just got uh, used to the wrong thing there. I watched some of the broadcast, and it was funny because. They were talking about Kevin O'Connell and how he has faith in Josh Dobbs and wants to like, doesn't want to bench him like everyone else did and like let him, you know, <laughs> yeah. persevere and stuff like sure. that. And then he got benched in the fourth quarter. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they needed it. They needed to bench him because there was no juice on the offensive side. And I think add, just adding in um, a back quarterback that the defense isn't expecting and did game plan for yeah. can just get that fucking three points that you need yeah i think more than anything it just it just was it provided them like a much needed shakeup, and i think it yeah. just changed the trajectory you know and and uh yeah because i don't think what's his name was playing all that much better than uh than dobbs was um but i definitely think it just changed i mean yeah it just was a shake-up for the defense and for the offense i think so he, i think it's just what they needed they said nick mullins is starting next week so oh they're giving him the start next week yeah wow Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, so hmm. against the Bengals, I think. Hmm. So I don't know. Should be interesting. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how Mullins does. I mean, that's tough right here towards the end of the season too to kind of have to take that shift. Yeah, yeah, I really did not think. Um, I mean, you were saying that. I mean, incorrectly too. Dobbs has kind of fallen back to earth here, <laughs> pretty hard. I, yeah. I did. Um, I mean, props to you for for calling that. I really thought he was going to be. I didn't think he was. I didn't think he was going to maintain that level of play, like you know, throughout the rest of the season. But I definitely did not think he was going to drop off as hard as he did this game. Like his Linsanity run is over. <laughs> that's a really good comparison, actually. <laughs> like, that's a really good comparison. Because I mean, he he's been like fine, and he's had like he's won them good games that mm-hmm. he needed to, but. You're gonna get schemed up, and it's only gonna last so long. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, with it the seems Bears like game he's, in this game, it's yeah, it seems like he's kind of showing the reasons why he's been uh, bounced around the league a little bit. Hundred percent, yeah. What can you do? You want the best for him, but I mean, at a certain point, well, not the best. I don't know. I just it was a great story. I felt like his story yeah, was a great was. one. So I was definitely I was definitely rooting for him. I thought that would have been cool for them to kind of keep going and do well. And who knows? I mean, season's not over, so maybe he'll be able to battle back. Maybe Nick Mullins will shit the bed or something. I think they should just go with the fucking rookie. I mean Go with the rook. Yeah. Fucking see what you have him at least. Yeah. I don't think yeah, because a... I don't think you're gonna continue with uh, Joshua Dobbs. <laughs> like, yeah. he's not gonna be your long term uh, option there. Yeah, I mean, they're. It looks like they're already benching Dobbs next week. So I mean, fuck it. Yeah, just see what you got in the rookie at least. Yeah, because I mean, I don't think there's, I don't think there's a situation where they don't bring Cousins back next year anymore because mm-hmm. their defense has been playing good. They have the offensive firepower. Yeah. Why wouldn't you bring Cousins back? Mm-hmm. I mean, it feels like that's that missing piece right the now. The missing piece, yeah. And I mean, he knows the system. He's integrated. 
I feel like. And he's bought in too. Like, yeah, 100%. he's pretty. I, team's backing him up too. Mm-hmm. Crickle chains next year could be the fucking run it back. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got any more on the Vikings Raiders? Uh, no, I'm surprised we had that much to talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's not a lot. To Max Crosby had a pretty good game, just to give him a little tip of the cap, you know, for the Raiders. Max Crosby doing Max Crosby things. Yeah, he's so intriguing because he's not even like a good. He's not even like an an elite athlete. Mm-hmm. It's just his fundamentals are just as good as it gets. Yeah, and his his get off is so quick. And yeah, he's one. I mean, one of the top pass rushers in the league now. Mm-hmm. Good for it's him. Fun, it's fun to watch him. Yeah, it's also a bitch to go against, dude. When we played, <laughs> yeah. when we yeah. played the Raiders, <laughs> I was so fucking pissed off. Yeah, because he he had like four tackle for losses against the Packers, and it was just it was a bitch to go against him because he's he's got that killer mentality. Like yeah. he doesn't give a fuck, and it's hard to go against when. He has that confidence. Mm-hmm. Especially when he gets a rhythm going and stuff too. Like once he gets yeah. in his element. Hmm. I was going to say, I feel like uh, I feel like we did a, the Bears did a pretty good job of keeping him contained for the most part. Yeah. But Packers did not. <laughs> Speaking did the of the Packers, you want to get into the, uh, you want to move on from the Vikings Raiders and dig into this Packers game a little bit or how are you feeling? <sighs> Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, you, kinda, you mentioned earlier you're, you're feeling all right, right? Like you're not feeling too shaken up by this loss. Yeah, no, I think we were looking ahead of schedule, and this was our first time where we were like, we're favored to win. We should win. How can we come on top? And we just we weren't able to. Yeah, came on yourselves instead of coming on top, huh? Exactly. That's. <laughs> basically how it went um yeah these last few weeks have been um fun to watch i think uh because i haven't been on for a minute so i kind of want to just kind of go over the last few weeks in general i guess give a little recap yeah i mean the least past few weeks i mean you guys have been on a high and i think more than anything it seems like these past few weeks jordan love and in your and his receivers have just been clicking like they just were on it they were just together they were their communication i don't i mean i don't know if it was their communication i don't know if it was like in practice or what exactly it was but i mean they just were clicking and they were just were doing really well i think that's been a key part of your guys' success these past couple weeks i think yeah i think it's been the chemistry and stuff like that um i also think it's been our o-line getting schemed up a little better Mm -hmm. and like pulling the center out and like protecting the edge and shit like that and just using our advantages on the o-line and sticking with that and then it gives love confidence and so he's throwing more accurately and then the receivers are more able to go make plays for him as well yeah if he's throwing more accurately so i think it was just a rising tide of everything kind of clicking at once um, and especially with the emergence of Christian Watson, um, we've been kind of waiting for him in his sophomore year to break out and, you know, consistently hit those contested catches. Because, mm-hmm. um, I mean, he's fucking six foot four and his vertical, <laughs> his vertical is fucking insane. Yeah. Um, and yeah, against the Lions and the Chiefs, he just 
was making those insane catches that Love needed him to make. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, well, because uh, Love's still young, and I mean, really early on in his career, he's still really early in his career. Like, I think if you can get him those, if you can get him that extra time, I mean, anyone would benefit from it, but I think he especially benefits from it. Well, yeah, especially with him also taking a little more command at the line. Um, watching the Chiefs game, he was constantly like doing uh dummy cadences mm -hmm. like rogers and like the fields did on that one play and getting the defense to show themselves and then change the play up. and then changing accordingly mm. yeah and he did that he was playing the game against the chiefs like on the line the entire time like he was there changing the plays up and like just reading what the defense was giving him and mm. that's something that's been really good for him these last few weeks has been him reading and reacting rather than thinking like mm -hmm. he's not sitting there thinking as much. He's seeing something and he's reacting to it. Yeah. And that's what you have to do as a quarterback. You have to trust your eyes. You can't sit there and, you know, trust your eyes and trust your gut and decision-making. Yeah. And that's exactly what has led them and led him to this hot streak that he's been on. Um, and I think, it, losing Christian Watson in this game against the Giants. I was saying before, like, this Giants game feels like a trap game. The Giants always mm. kind of have our number, and their defense is really relentless. Um, their defense has been their high point these last few weeks in their win streak because now they're on, like, a three-game win streak. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, just having that vertical element not there really faltered this defense or this offense. My fault. And just had no everything was lateral. Like there's no vertical threat because we didn't have our we didn't have Musgrave either. Yeah. And I mean you can be without one, but without both of them. To be without two. Yeah, there's no vertical threat. Mm -hmm. And so yeah, I think it's just these young guys trying to I think we beat the good teams and I think we're in the next phase of we can play, so let's figure out how to play consistently and play in games that we are favored and should win mm -hmm. one well, solidify and, your identity as a team too yeah 100 <clears throat> and i think it's uh yeah they just had a rough one and i'm not bugging too bad about it right yeah. now when they're still i mean they are i think they are officially like the youngest team in the nfl too right yeah they so, have i mean there's yeah. still a lot to learn for them you know yeah how are you feeling? Um, you were how were uh, how are you feeling when they beat the Chiefs? I bet that felt real good. <laughs> You're probably on cloud nine. Eh? Yeah, I was. Matt when even before, because did we get a chance to talk about the Lions game? Nope. Yeah, because that one, I think that one was even crazier because you guys were essentially like, I mean, we on had the like entire a, second string, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, we like had super banged up on the, yeah. on the injury reserves, some yeah. shit like that. Um. That was I wasn't expecting to win that one at mm -hmm. all. That's the game that gave me. I mean, you said you remember even before I was like the Chiefs game seems more winnable than the Lions game. Yeah, just because of the matchup. But yeah, the Lions we created we got pressure on them all game and just made Goff uncomfortable and made him make stupid turnovers and we capitalized and for eight straight quarters against the Lions and Chiefs we never trailed mm -hmm. and I think that was that's the key with Matt LaFleur in this offense is get out to a lead and then everything's still on the table for him and he can scheme up whatever he wants. Mm. 
He's not yeah, limited he, in his play calling. Yeah, no, that's been the thing is we have to get out to a lead. And it's kind of like the Kyle Shanahan thing. Like Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers being down in the fourth quarter, he's like 0-36. Like he's <laughs> yeah, never won a game. Yeah. And I think that's that's where it's at is he wants the entire he wants his entire arsenal available him. to him. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And yeah, I think with Jordan Love, his confidence growing, he's kind of telling LaFleur what he wants and what he needs as a as a as a passer. Mm-hmm. And LaFleur is resonating with him and willing to I think it's more of like become more of a collaborative effort than mm-hmm. it was. Um, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do this one because Stein's not here. Oh, you mean a coach that listens to his quarterback and then adjusts exactly. and then schemes things up for him? Wow. <laughs> exactly. It's nice to have sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> when he is willing to work with his young quarterback. Mm-hmm. And especially when the young quarterback is starting to get the confidence. And get like, his feet underneath him. Yeah. That's the thing. I I mean and I don't know. I mean, it didn't seem... I don't think he ever seemed down on himself at any point, but I think watching him, especially in the game last night, he just does seem really confident. Like, when he steps on the field, he just has that confidence. He's poised. I mean, mm-hmm. he's just handles the situations very well. I mean, yeah, that's one thing that people have been, like, giving him props for is he's been under a microscope ever since Rodgers left, pretty much. Oh, like, yeah. Well, even before, a little bit, probably, too. <laughs> yeah. And it's he hasn't he's just been dealing with it, you know. He's yeah. just been he's taking it head on in there. Yeah. And so I mean, even with this win streak, he's been like, Oh, everyone's like Jordan Love, next Hall of Fame quarterback and <laughs> yeah, shit like that. Yeah. And like he doesn't need to be a Hall of Fame quarterback, I don't think. Mm-hmm. And like that's the thing. I think he's just being himself and I think he looks good. Um, the arm talent has always been there. That was that was his one thing coming out of college was the arm talent and the throws that he can make, and they just need to hone all the all the mechanics and stuff like that. And it looks like they've been doing that. Mm. One thing I noticed with the Giants game is he was getting his drop back really fast. Yeah, I think he was a little scared of like. I think he was rattled. Yeah, so he was getting his <laughs> drop back so fast, and yeah. I was just throwing the timing off of everything. Mm. Um. But yeah, once he's if he's confident out there, I think he can kind of hit whatever throw he wants to make. Yeah, and there's been a, there's been a lot of inconsistencies with the accuracy and stuff like that. But the last few weeks, it's really been honed in, and so he's just made been making like insane throws. Like I've been noticing, he's having these like, you know, when Rodgers has like that "fuck you" throw <laughs> yeah. one time a game. <laughs> yeah, Jordan yeah. Love's been having that "fuck you" throw like against the Lions. It was that one where he rolled out right. And then saw Malik Keith on the other side of that. I was like, yeah, yeah on sure, his tiptoes across the body, like fling off the, yeah. Like, and it just, it just worked. And yeah. Against the Chiefs game, it was that fourth and one moon ball to Romeo Dobbs between like four defenders. That mm. just, yeah. <laughs> it just works. Yeah. Um, I think his fuck you throw this game was dropped though in the touchdown. Because that throw yeah. to Billy Keith on that touchdown before he caught the touchdown mm. was an insane fucking throw, especially to like be falling back on your feet yeah. and just deliver a dart like that was crazy. Um, but yeah, I'm not, 
I think we're a little ahead of. I think that win streak got us a little ahead of schedule. Yeah, and I think it was just a matter of time before we came back down to earth just a little bit. Yeah, um, we have the Buccaneers at home next week. Mm. It looks like we're going to be very banged up again, so that should be interesting. Bit of a coin um, toss in that game, huh? Yeah, but then we got the Panthers and the Vikings. Who both look yeah. pretty rough right now. Yeah, last week in 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 my conversation with myself, I was saying that I I, I how do you feel about it? Because I feel like it's you kind of have a cakewalk rest of the season. I mean, would you call it that? It's more favorable than than not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think, think I mean the box is like the toughest look, and and even then, I don't think it's that crazy of a. I think our toughest look the entire time was the Giants game. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because of their defense and just how relentless that defense is, mm. getting after the quarterback and just causing, just gumming shit up. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just the Giants seem to have our number, and they fucked our shit up last year. So that was that kind of gave me a little PTSD. Some flashbacks there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I. I think we're still favored next week. Mm-hmm. Three point favorites or something like that. Is that at Lambeau it, or is that it down in? Uh, yeah, it's in Lambeau. Oh, okay, yeah. So it should be interesting. Um, see how it turns out and see if we can get any guys fucking healthy. Yeah, I, Wicks I, got injured and Reed got injured. Mm. So, yikes! <laughs> yeah, we're going to be going to practice squad guys at that point. Yeah. Well, we'll see what you guys can do. I've gone back and forth, but I'm back on the train of being reinterested in that last game that we have, <laughs> the Bears-Packers game. I think it, I am very back into like, okay, I think that is actually going to be an interesting game now. <laughs> yeah, it's very, it'll be a good-ass game. Yeah. I think it'll be, I'm I happy think it'll be fun. I, I think, I hope it's, it's a fun game. Like, oh yeah, Lambo. <laughs> I am happy it's in Lambo because you guys yeah. haven't beaten us in Lambo in like eight years. That's tough. So at least I can hold that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see how that shakes out. I'm I'm excited for that game again. Because mm-hmm. for a while, it's like, oh, the Bears are sh- we're both shit. <laughs> like, the Bears and the Packers are both dog shit. That game's yeah. not going to matter. And now it's like, oh, that game actually might matter. <laughs> and let yeah, alone I mean, be, like, not just matter, but also I think just be interesting. Because I think both, uh, both kind of, I mean, I hesitate to say for the Bears, but I mean, kind of finding their rhythm. Like, at least, you know, mm-hmm. somewhat kind of coming into their identity and figuring out... Um, Kind of what works. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I think the Packers are still hitting a stride, but also trying to hit that next step. Yeah. You know, that next phase of development. Yeah, I think it'll be super interesting too, especially if our defense can stay um, stay on the current trend. Mm-hmm. And then, we'll, you know, we'll see how, if our defense can keep it up and how, how Jordan Love will do against that, you know, against a defense that's actually getting after him and actually like hopefully, you know, healthy healthy then and mm-hmm. that will really you know put some pressure on him i do one thing that's interesting is the lions game and the chiefs game well technically the lions game was his first time that he's seen a repeated opponent mm. in the year because he saw the lions early on shit the bed saw him again and torched him mm. so i think that was pretty fun to watch and then the chiefs that was the first team he ever played against so 
it was fun to watch him kind of redeem himself. Oh, compared to that, like, first time he went against? Mm-hmm. Yeah, his first ever start was against the Chiefs. Yeah. And that same defensive coordinator. Mm. Um, so, I mean, yeah, two back-to-back weeks where he's playing repeated opponents. Um, yeah, it looked pretty good. It'll be interesting to see how he does against uh, Minnesota as well now. Mm-hmm. After getting fucking losing to them in ugly fashion early on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you got any more on the uh, the Packers-Giants or just the NFC North in general? Mm-mm. I think that pretty much wraps it up. I mean, yeah. Very. I just want to reiterate just how, again, just the vibes are nuts. Like, the vibes are so weird now for the NFC yeah. North. Like, yeah, I mean, the lines have been shown to bleed now. The Vikings are, I mean, it's seemingly like they're just falling off a cliff. Packers and Bears on the, on the come up a little bit. Just not, <laughs> I don't know. Not, it's been... uh, Two weeks ago, not at all what I expected, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, it's taken a turn, yeah. definitely. It's um, been, this is, I mean, and, and I think just around the league, it's just this this season has been really fucking crazy and weird. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, I'm not sure what to expect for the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be It nuts. should be uh, entertaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely mean, nuts. Yeah, the Lions should handle the Vikings games, but the Cowboys in Denver... I don't know. Uh, yeah, it just feels. I mean, Bronco, the Broncos especially feels like a toss up. The yeah, Cowboys. If you'd have asked me two Broncos. weeks ago, I would have been like, "Oh yeah, like the Lions. They, they, you know, they'll definitely be able to handle the the Cowboys." But the Cowboys are on something. <laughs> they're yeah, <I> they're <laughs> catching fire here late in the season, which is kind of right when you want to be. Hundred <laughs> percent. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I think that that's that's all I got. Um. All right. Well. You were mentioning earlier how it was nice to see uh, Jordan Love go against the first team he ever went against and and do do really well. Kind of hoping the same for uh, Justin Fields here, as the Chicago Bears have the Cleveland Cleveland Browns next week. Um, yikes! A little bit of a yikes. They're kind of. I mean, dig into the Browns a little bit. <clears throat> I mean, you were telling me the Browns have been uh, historically good defense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which I've been living under a rock. I was unaware. <laughs> yeah, no, they've been super good. Um, they've been dealing with injuries recently, though. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, the first few weeks, they had, like, a historically good defense. And they still have, I think, the best defense in the league right now mm. under first-year defensive coordinator Jim Schwartz. Jimmy Schwartz. Uh, let's. Are they, are, how banged up are they going to be next week? Uh, I'm trying to find that right now. Okay. I mean, they'll still have Miles Garrett, so. Yeah. He had four and a half sacks last time you guys met. Yikes. By himself. <laughs> Double yikes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's tough. Um. Yeah. Oh, just as uh, so Cleveland Browns actually now they also have um. They got Joe Flacco last week or two weeks ago. Right, he's been with them for two weeks now. I believe so, yeah. Um, and I mean, he's—I don't know—he's kind of just come in and been doing pretty well. It seems like. So it looks like they've been getting a little more healthy as of recently. Um, their starting corner Denzel Ward is questionable, um, and then their safety Grant Delpit, who's been a very good piece 
is questionable with a groin injury. Mm. And then, yeah, outside of that, I think it looks like the two major injuries right now. Mm. We'll see. I mean, I guess we'll see. Questionable is not out, and it's only Tuesday. I mean, I assume the rest of the league does it the same way the Bears do, where they do the injury report on Wednesday. Yeah. So I guess we'll, we'll know for sure by then. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I want to see a full, full-on Browns, you know, healthy defense. I think that'd be a good make for good evaluation for Justin Fields and see how he does. Um, I mean, the Bears. I'll double check this, but I don't think the Bears have any injuries right now. It's going to really test the what progress the offensive line has made. Mm. Um, because the. The Browns are third in pass rush win rate right now at like 53%, mm. which is better than they were in the last meeting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, it looks like the Bears. I, there's no injury uh, reports right now for the Bears. I think everyone's going to be healthy. So, yeah, they're passing defense even as a whole. Lowest completion percentage allowed. Lowest or bottom four in yards per attempt allowed and then the lowest yards allowed. So just fucking handling things. Yeah. Hopefully we can get a run game going. I think too, I mean, the other thing too though is I don't, I don't worry too. I mean, I shouldn't say I don't worry, but I think this last game, Justin Fields was under a lot of pressure and had a really great pass rating and, and was making really good decisions under pressure. Um, mm-hmm. some, took some sacks that you don't like this that you, that aren't ideal. But again, I feel like if if he's if he can still be productive, I mean, taking a couple sacks, I, you know, I'll, I'll take that trade off. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see be the a mental good, side of it. Yeah, it'll be a, and be see a good how he test. handles. You know, the first team he ever played, just getting absolutely like obliterated that game. And yeah, would you say beat. nine sacks on on? Him. Yeah, nine sacks. I think one net passing yard all game. Yeah, <laughs> that's a rough stat line for your first game. Yeah, and I think it wasn't all on him, but still, that gets in your head. You know what I mean? No, for sure. I mean, that for sure can mess with you a little psychologically. Um, yeah, and it's not all on him, especially since that defense was built, or that not that defense, that offense was built for uh, Andy Dalton, not for Justin Fields. Yeah, Nagy didn't call a great game, to say the least. <laughs> no, say it ain't so. <laughs> I think it was like 70% of the plays were just five, five blockers, and they were just getting fucking killed. Mm. And so he didn't. I don't think he he adjusted a little bit in like the second half, but even by then it was way too late, and Justin was already like, "What the fuck is happening?" Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? How how much of a hand do you think uh, Matt Nagy has had in the in the stumbling of of the uh, the Chiefs lately? I don't think he's doing them any favors. Mm. I don't think he is elevating them at all. Yeah. Um, I don't know if the stumbling is his fault, essentially, rather than just the receivers being young and incompetent mm. and can't can't beat coverage. Yeah. Or like just, I mean, them, just flat out can't catch. <laughs> yeah, and they just can't get separation. Yeah. Um, and the fact that they didn't bring anyone in seems crazier by the game, mm. especially with Kelsey. I mean, Kelsey's good. But he's getting old. 
Yeah. One Taylor Swift can't be at every game, so. I mean, she was in Green Bay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. The, <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So I give it did a quick double check. I mean, Equinemi St. Brown is questionable, but he's. I mean, he's not out. And even then, I, I think he's been a scratch mostly. I don't think he's even been playing that much. Um. So I mean, we'll be fully healthy. Um. It'd be interesting to see. I think this is going to be great. I didn't. I was last week when I was having. When I was doing it on my own, I wasn't aware of how good the uh, Browns' defense was. So I, I felt like the rest of the season, I was saying how the rest of the season, it didn't really feel like we were going to get a chance to really evaluate fields. But, I mean, if this defense is as good as this should give you you're good saying, shot. yeah, this is a good good evaluation game, and we'll see how he does. Hopefully he can keep up that, um, keep it up, like of making good, de- good decisions under pressure and continuing to use his legs and stuff. Hopefully our, hopefully our run game can get a little more uh, involved too. I felt like as good as as good of a game as we had against the Lions, I felt like we didn't. I felt like our rushing hasn't been there in the way that it the way that it was, which is weird because everyone's healthy. So I don't know if it it's seems just like, like they the, don't know what they want to do, like who the they want to go attack. with. Yeah, mm. they're trying to ride the hot hand with um Deontay Foreman, but like yeah, Deontay Foreman's not the best rusher there. No. Like he's good, obviously, but you have Herbert and you have Roshan Johnson. Yeah, which I mean, yeah, which those are the guys I think you want to lean on more long term, and I think 100%. to get them more, like, yeah, they're not gonna. I think you gotta just bite the bullet because it's like, yeah, they're you know, you gotta bite the bullet there because they're coming off an of injury, so they're not gonna have immediate, you know, they're not gonna hop right back in and have that great production coming back. But it's like if you never give them those reps, if you don't give them that chance to get used to it again. Mm-hmm. They're you know they're not gonna they're not gonna get used to it and they're not gonna have great great runs so it's like I feel like and I don't know man I, this was the game I think this Lions game was the game to do it to just kind of feed them the ball a little more and get them back in the rhythm but we'll see maybe they'll do that uh do it against the Browns get get them going again yeah because I don't know I I've been been a huge fan of Deontay Foreman I think he's done a great job but I just don't think he's our long term our long-term solution or our long-term option. I think definitely we, we want to go with, I mean, I at least personally would rather go with the Khalil Herbert, Roshan Johnson, one, two there. Yeah. hundred percent. But yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how it's, how it goes. I, I don't know. I struggle making any predictions mostly because uh, I don't know a whole lot about the Browns. Um, and Their we'll see how the Bears do. Their run defense has been the one thing that's been kind of faltering recently. And mm-hmm. I think that's due to a lot of interior injuries and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, their pass defense is as good as it gets around the league. Mm. Hopefully uh, Phil, Phil Snow is aware of that and whispers in Eberflus's ear. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think – I mean, I think we'll have a pretty – when I think about it, I mean Joe Flacco is doing good right now. He's on it. It seems yeah, like he's when you let him pass as much as they are, he's pretty consistent. Mm-hmm. So I think we'll have a pretty not super high scoring game, but I definitely think you know twenty to thirty between both teams. My hope is that Justin Fields can get going. My hope is that we can get a run game going. My hope is that our defense continues to stop the run game. And, I mean, we're on a great trend for takeaways, so hopefully our secondary can keep that up, yeah. especially with everyone healthy. And I think I don't know, it just feels like everyone 
it feels like everyone in that secondary is hungry. Everyone's yeah. hungry now. It seems like they're all like, you know, I just don't know how else to put it other than that. They're all hungry. They all want, you know, they all, all want to make plays. They all want to be involved in the play, which is really great to see. You got anything I else? Totally, I totally forgot that the Browns got torched by the Rams. <laughs> when was that? Uh, two weeks ago. Oh, so recently. By the Rams? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Rams have been good. Rams offense has been really fucking good. Mm. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah. yeah, and the Browns, it's not like they, I mean, I didn't get to catch that game, but at 27 to 31, that's not a super convincing win against the Jags. Yeah. They lost to the Broncos. Hmm, interesting. I mean, like, and I think, I mean, the Broncos one was probably before Flacco showed up, but still. Yeah, it was. Still, I mean, it'll be interesting. This is good. I'm glad this is happening. This is good. I think this will be great for Justin Fields' assessment and I think just an overall assessment, too, of our... Uh, mm-hmm. You're going to be... The defense is going to be going against an experienced passer, a veteran. So, I didn't even know he was still... Where has he been? Where's Joe Flacco been? Did he come out of He's been retirement or has he just kind of been floating around? I think he's just been floating around. I think he's a free agent. I thought he was... I thought he had been done. <laughs> no, he's just been... In, he's been... And out of the league. Yeah. He should have been on the Jets, but he wasn't. Mm. Well, that's about all I got for the game, I think. You yeah. got anything? No. Um, just should be fun to evaluate and see where the offense is at. Yeah. I think this is more of an evaluation for the offense than the defense. Mm. Yeah, Let's I think the defense the... has shown that it's – I mean, for – no, I think it has actually. It has shown that it's uh, consistent. Like, I don't think there's any big question marks on the defense right now. I think the defense has shown that it is uh, for real. Watch yeah. them get blown out this game. <laughs> just fucking, Joe Flacco. Yeah, fucking Joe Flacco just yards. dogs on our fucking defense. Uh, we'll see. It'll be interesting. I'm excited. I'm excited for this game. I did not think I was going to be excited about Bears football anymore for the rest of the season. <laughs> but uh, I am now. I'm, I'm excited again. We'll see. Excited for this game. Excited for the Packers game. And excited to see how this season plays out overall. I think, this, again, this is just a wild season. <laughs> it's just nuts. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. Um, With that, I think... We will wrap up and we are going to move on to the part of the podcast where I ask Isaac. Isaac, what do you got for the people? Um, just my Instagram, E Y E Z E C K. Um song dropped today that I produced. Ooh. Um, yeah, everything's updated on there. What are and the vibes like on that song? Tell me about it. Um funky rap. Funky rap. All right. I can dig it. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, anything else or is that it? <clears throat> That's about it. Just the gram. Instagram. Very yeah, cool. Gram. Uh, Stein's not here, so I will go check out his other podcast, uh, Chick Flicks with Dicks. He does that with his buddy Alex. Very funny, very good time. Uh, anywhere you find podcasts, you can find it. And if you can't find it somewhere, let him know so he can put it on there. Um, you can follow me uh, at O-H-M-A-R Daniel on Instagram. Uh, I just dropped an album. Go check that out. It's wherever you listen to music. You can find that uh, just Omar Daniel, no H, my regular name. Uh, if you want to follow the podcast, 
follow the podcast at the Bear Claw Pod on TikTok and Instagram. If you would like to send us an email, send an email to bearclawpodcontact at gmail.com. Please, please, please rate and review and share with your friends. We deeply appreciate it. Um, as always, just thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate it. It's um, It's been an interesting year. Not what we expected it to be, but here we are. It's uh, back to a good time, I'd say, at least at least interesting and entertaining to watch. Um, yeah, we'll be back next week after the Bears go against the Cleveland Browns. Um, if everything goes the way it should, I mean, we'll be back to full strength here. We'll have uh, Stein back, and it'll be the three amigos talking about the uh, talking about the Bears and the NFC North again. So. With that, I will say have a good week. Um, yeah, have a good, have a great week, and uh, chin up and bear down.